Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball Emergency Players Only at Luis Castillo to your Seattle Mariners. Holy smokes! What is going on, everybody? And welcome. No, no, no. You sound like the ocean crashing into the sand right now. What's going on? Is that just me? No, I hear that too, and I I hate it. Now it's gone, right? There we go. Sounds all right. All right. Like right. Sound like white noise. Like I was going to sleep. Hello, Check out my uppercut swing. Oh, my God. Guys, I'm sorry about Trevor Plouffe. He's excited because the trade deadline is going. John Boy is at a family party, but he sent us his notes. Producer BBD and myself, Jake Stromboli, and we had the first big trade, potentially the biggest trade of the trade deadline. We don't know. Luis Castillo goes to the Seattle Mariners. We stumbled into it a little bit yesterday. The Mariners have been playing good baseball. They're a top four team in the AL. You could say they're a top three team in the AL, and they go out and get a big arm. Trev, how are you doing, Big Poppy? This trade comes in last night, and immediately I think of, man, do I have to sit here and just beg for forgiveness from Seattle fans? We all know my my history with Seattle. It hasn't been great, to be honest with you. I left the Seahawks in the dust. I said, Russ, I love you, bro, but I got to change to the Rams, my boy Matthew Stafford. Then I see Mike Trout murder the Mariners, so I pronounce him dead. It just We've had a contentious relationship, but, man, I'm excited for Mariners fans. I used to say Seattle was my favorite road ballpark, favorite road city, so there is a little bit of love there. Uh, but the way they are making noise um, in the American leagues got me fired up. I don't think I'm going to ask for forgiveness. I'm just going to pump the gas a little bit for the people of Seattle. If you know what I mean? You're just gassing, uh, gassing them up. Babes. How are you doing? Big daddy deadline guy brought home the recording materials. Cause he's different. What's up, dude. I'm good. Made a, made a quick studio in my, I guess you would call this room a kitchen in my apartment. And mm. it, uh, uh, hopefully the stream's good and everyone's happy BBD. with how it looks. BBD live from his sex cave. Uh, Trev, let's talk about the trade. Uh, and that's brought to us by Shady Rays. Code talking 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. I've got mine just came from the indoor driving range. Whoops. Uh, summer's here. You're going to need sunglasses. Code talking 50% off and Go watch JM Warehouse. Our floorball tournament is probably the best thing we've ever made at this company. Trev and the boys just ripped it up last game. No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, Trevor, I will kick it to you first. The Seattle Mariners traded for Luis Castillo. Four prospects. Uh, One seems to be the big fish, Noel V. Marte, young shortstop prospect. Uh, and then a group of other guys, I, I think it's four of their top five prospects from Seattle. That means a lot of different things from uh, for a lot of different teams. We'll probably get there a little later because let's be honest, that's not our sweet spot. Luis Castillo to the Mariners, Trev. What were your initial thoughts and where do you sit now? 
I loved it. You know, I figured Seattle was going to be big in this trade deadline, whether it was a Castillo, whether it was a Soto, you know, whether it was a Montas or, you know, they were going to go do something. We understand what the GM there likes to do. But a guy like Castillo, I mean, we talk about it all the time on our show. You can never have enough pitching. And they already had a pretty solid rotation. But getting him over here is now he's got to be your one, right? Line up in a playoff series. This is your ace now. You bring in a guy like that. I mean, it takes them to the next tier in terms of starting pitching. And we were kind of, you know, checking in on some stuff, some background numbers on Castillo. Um, he has changed his the way he uses his fastball. So I started digging in on that a little bit and found some pretty cool stuff. We always talk about tunneling and, you know, what pitchers do to tunnel and what pitches they tunnel. Usually you're talking that if you're talking tunneling, you're talking about, okay, he's got his fastball coming out of here. The slider's looking the same thing. His other off speed pitches, whether it be a changeup or a splitter or a curveball, they're all coming out of the same spot, looking the same. And that's what you try to do as a pitcher. It makes it tough for a hitter to pick up pitches early um, right out of the hand. What Luis has been able to do is tunnel two fastballs. So he tunnels his four-seamer, he tunnels his sinker, and they look identical coming out of his hand, but except you got one coming here and one staying extremely flat at the top of the zone. And that's another thing he's changed this year. He's just started to throw the ball at the top of the zone much more. And that's just created this, this effect. So tunnel, tunnel, tunnel. And you have to decide now as a hitter, yeah, you see a fastball coming, but now you got to stay up at the top of the zone or you got to go down and get it with a sinker. It just makes it extremely difficult. So, I mean, he's had a great year. He's put together a great career so far. I'm excited. They needed this. I think some of the young guys in the rotation, they're probably going to have to like wind down some of the innings as the uh, season goes on. So bringing in a guy like Luis Castillo makes all the sense in the world for Seattle. I mean, they're in it, man. They're in the thick of this thing now. And I think that's, um, if you're a Mariners fan, you understand what prospects are for to improve your freaking major league team, whether you call them up or trade them. And they did that with this trade. Yes. I mean, uh, Luis Castillo is a horse, man. You, you look at his baseball reference. He is 29 years old. Uh, he led the league and game started last year with 33 and he had a little bit of a weird year. He got off to a slow start and then he kind of bounced back. He's made 14 starts this year, a two, eight, six. And remember he, he missed the first few weeks of the season. So he's, he's been, he's been pitching and he's probably feeling good. 12 starts in the short in 2020 season, 32, the year before 31, the year before that, uh, the guy is a horse, his, his career 362 ERA, he's been uh, a little bit better uh, this year. And, and, and I think in general, ERA doesn't tell the full story because this guy can dominate a game. This, this guy came to Yankee Stadium a few weeks ago, and he'd been on the Yankees radar, and he dropped it. He's also got a little swag. If he, if he punches you out for the final out of the inning, he might drop down a little more on the mound and let you know about it. And good. Good. Baseball is fun. Two-time All-Star, including this year. And yeah, I, I do think the one thing Mariners would say, maybe this guy's your one. Let's see how he looks in Seattle. Robbie Ray might have a good argument there, too, coming off the Cy Young year and, and settling in. But either way, there's a lefty-righty punch for you. And I, whenever I talk about this guy, Logan Gilbert, uh, you know, I call him a mini glass now. Uh, when he's right, that's kind of what it looks like to me. 
I think right now that's their one, two, three. Marco Gonzalez has been so solid for them for a bunch of years. And if he needs to get a playoff start, I, I think you're okay with that. But also George Kirby, Matt Brash was exciting early this year. And we know one of John Boy's favorite things is when the playoffs come around, basically every team in recent history has had a starting pitcher or two kick out to the bullpen and give teams effort from there because that's where you need it. And man, if if one of those young guys ends up kicking to Seattle's bullpen and they can kind of tick up and be a two-inning weapon or something like that, and you're right with the inning limits too, it's a it's kind of a proven formula in, in recent years of baseball that you have to love it for Seattle. They they brought themselves back into the season after you did declare them dead. So they're zombies. So they're kind of invincible. And this is a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in two decades. We have people that work at John Boy Media that haven't been alive for <laughs> Seattle Mariners playoff team. Uh, so, man, when you put all that in the bucket with a beautiful stadium, a, a, a great sports city, I love that they went for it. They paid a, a prospect price. But like you said, they're prospects till they ain't. Uh, you know, know who's a guy we're not talking about on Seattle right now? Jared Kelnick, who, you know, the, the Mariners fleece the Mets, right? They got Kelnick for Diaz. Well, guess what? Ed, Edwin Diaz is having a historic closing season for the first place Mets. And Kelnick, still very young and has a great chance to be a good ball player, but he's figuring things out uh, as a young ball player. So prospects are prospects, and you got the premier pitcher at this deadline, assuming a name we don't know goes. Yeah, like a Rodon, so the chance to go. But here's what I think happened in Seattle. and Maybe, maybe not, but because Depoto was going to make a move regardless. Five of the last eight games you played – the Houston Astros and you've lost all five of those against that team. So, you know, you're what you're up against. You know, the division's not there for them anymore. I mean, gosh, I say that clip this, they'll probably win the division. The division's not there anymore. Okay. So, but the playoffs come around, you have to go through Houston. You have to go through the Yankees. They knew they needed a significant roster upgrade. Um, and they went out and did it uh, with their rotation. I mean, you go up, I, I have a Bob Nightingale tweet. I had to fact check it because you know how that goes. <laughs> They're 17 and 0 since July 2nd against teams not named the Houston Astros. They're 0 and 5 against the Astros this month. They've seen Verlander like six times. They understand what it means to have a dominant ace going up against you. So they went out and got a guy that's going to be their ace. And I like it. I don't think they're done. No, and that's I, I guess that's the interesting next part of this. A, they, you know, Carlos Santana has been playing solid baseball for them, and they they went out and got him a, a couple weeks ago. Even going back to the offseason, man, Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker, um, man, like those are massive moves. And there's an argument their best player coming into this season before Julio Re Rodriguez Mike kind Moustakis. of announced himself, Mike Mustakis, Malibu Mike. Um, no, <laughs> it's. Um, <laughs> Got me, uh, dude. It's Mitch Haniger. Uh, Mitch Haniger. I, I mean, go go check out his baseball reference. That's a guy. That's a dude who now he's rehabbing in the minor leagues. So, I think that's the interesting next move for the Mariners. Did they get Luis Castillo? That's their deadline move, and they're gonna 
when Mitch Hanniger comes back, that's almost another deadline, a fake deadline acquisition in their heads. Or, you know, I got yelled at for throwing Wilson Contreras out there. Sorry, Cal Raleigh, a nice young catcher, but I, I think Willie's a little more intimidating in the lineup. But hey, catchers are catchers. If you like your guy, you like your guy. Um, do you think it? What if you're Jerry Depoto, and I know you like playing that game? Yeah, you think they got more in them? Pitching, 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 bro. Okay, like, go get me some bullpen guys. I don't care how good your bullpen is. I don't care how many guys you think you can run out there in the back end of your bullpen. Go get some more. It's just that's just how the playoffs work, man. You can never have enough freaking pitching. But honestly, I think that's it. I don't think they need to do anything else. Go ahead and get somebody else in the back end of the bullpen. Whether And it doesn't have to be some crazy expensive person. I, I love David Robertson. I want him to go somewhere. This is a guy that's pitched in big games before. Like He just doesn't get hit. Like He's one of those freaking guys. Go get somebody like that. You know man. he's not done. He's never done. He's the work done. is never done for old DePoto. I respect that's, that. That's like me and you. Man, this Mariners roster, man, if – you know, this is a franchise that hasn't had a ton of success. Like, I mean, they haven't been to the playoffs since 01, I believe. So I, they have a lot of talent on this team. And maybe this Luis Castillo trade kind of gets them the respect they deserve. I know we talk about J.P. Crawford a lot and who he is. They have a lineup. Ty France is so, so good at baseball. There's some names in their pen. Seawald has been great for them. Andres sure. Munoz can chuck it. Um, interested to see what uh, Diego Castillo and Ken Giles are banged up right now. Remember Ken Giles? Um, but you're right. You, you can never have enough pitching. And DePoto is kind of the number one GM <laughs> that will make moves. So I, I'm expecting them to be involved more. Uh, pitching side probably makes sense. Um, I, I'm just saying, if Willie Contreras did break for this team, I would be a little juiced up to send it back in their faces a little bit, but it, they may not need it. Uh, Cal Raleigh's a solid, good young ball player. Um, I, I guess where, where do you, where do you want to, do you want to continue with Mariners? Do you want to talk about the other teams that were in the Castillo sweepstakes? I was going, I'm going through some team stats now, like the, the Mariners runs per game, not hot, you know, four runs per game. You know, as opposed to the Yankees who are averaging 5.3 runs per game. Is that a ballpark related? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Um, so maybe some offensive upgrade. I don't know. It could be a bench bad. It could be. There's a lot of things to do. Okay. I honestly believe you're never done as a GM. Like you can never like look at look at these teams. The Houston Astros are looking to add right now. All we ever talk about is how deep the Houston Astros roster is. They're going to go get Josh Bell probably. They might go get Wilson Contreras, although people are saying they only want to back up and they want to leave Maldonado there, whatever. Um, I want to say one more thing about Castillo. I think he might be better there in Seattle. Going from pitching in Cincinnati, which is like one of the worst ballparks to pitch in with a sloppy defense, he now goes to Seattle, who has an above-average defense, and he's pitching in an above-average pitcher's park. So you can look at his numbers now, and you can dream about them being even better down the stretch and dude the the other thing like these guys are the alpha competitors of alpha competitors in the world like Luis Castillo jumping into a playoff race like you don't think that's going to get his juices going more you're right going from a hitter's park to a pitcher's park I mean I at I wouldn't <laughs> 
if you had to bet against them being better or worse, I, I think it's I think it's easy better. That that division hasn't seen him. Uh, and he's got teammates much. there. So this isn't just like a random, like, hey, I got to go meet all these new dudes, which can be, look, we forget about the human element of these trades all the time. You're picking up in the middle of the season. He's been in Cincinnati for a long time. Doesn't live there in the off season, I don't think. Um, but that's essentially his second home. Very comfortable, understands the city and all that comes along with it. Now he's got to move across to Seattle. And what helps is if you have guys there that, are in we're in the same situation as you so we can go to Suarez you can go to Winker and be like hey man like where should I live like help me out help me out like it's just the the he's going to be comfortable there and quickly and not that doesn't always happen with trades sometimes man like he and he's been expected to be traded too so mentally he's been prepared for this sometimes when things happen out of the blue you get guys going to new teams and just not feeling comfortable right away uh, in their surroundings but I believe because you know, he's got his boys over there and he's been expecting this. He's going to be comfortable there, man. And the first game he's going to have to throw. Yeah. It's your Yanks, baby. Yeah. And, and maybe that's where we'll head. And that's, uh, it ties into all this. Joe's McFly just tried to FaceTime me, which messed up my whole computer for a little bit. Um, Man. Yeah. He's going to, he's supposed to, he's lined up to face the Yanks his first start. The Yankees were supposedly in on Luis Castillo, the Dodgers, a lot of teams. And the other thing we haven't mentioned that ties into uh, every team that was talking to him. There was a wild card that was mentioned, the Texas Rangers, because Luis Castillo is a year and a half guy. And we've talked yeah. about it a lot on talking baseball. And this was something uh, Jimmy wanted us to drive home uh, is that man, you get Luis Castillo for this postseason run and you'll have him next year. So like we mentioned, and we'll, we'll get to the Mariners prospects and the red side of this a little later, but the Mariners are in a little window right now. Julio Rodriguez has broken out and become one of the best players in baseball. You have a lot of young pitching. You signed Robbie, Robbie Ray. You got a lot of young talent on offense. So you just got Luis Castillo for now two October runs, hopefully, which man, that is awesome. So, the New York Yankees, me, BBD, our Yankee fans. When the Yankees traded for Ben Tendy, it was like, ooh, okay, so there's a slightly more chance we're out on Soto. I'm not ruling it out because I'm a sicko. Uh, but Ben Tendy and Luis Castillo and maybe a bullpen guy, that was kind of the dream. Uh, and Yankee fans were starting to talk themselves into that. He's off the board for them. Uh, Yankee fans are reeling a little bit right now because Luis Castillo was the best pitcher on the market. There's probably an argument for Frankie Montes, uh, depending how he looks the rest of the way. Uh, talented pitcher. And then, you know, there's the wild cards. Is a Pablo Lopez or someone like that actually on the table? We'll find out in a few days. I don't think so. Um, but we heard the Texas Rangers were in on Luis Castillo, which if you're a Rangers fan and this is what John Boy wanted to pass on, you got to feel good about that. That means the Texas Rangers feel like they have a chance next year to do something, which that's a little put it a little asterisk there. They might be exciting again this offseason after just signing Simeon Seeger, Jack Leiter on his way. Um, but I, I guess for for the big dogs involved, uh, Dodgers, Yankees, uh, any really big contender this year. Uh, I mean, it, does this raise, raise a yellow flag for you at all for the Yankees or the Dodgers uh, at all? Or, I mean, they have so much talent anyways that let's see what else happens. I think the price tag probably scared them, scared them away a little bit as they're seeing the offers, because in my mind, they're probably, I mean, look, obviously you want Luis Castillo on your team. 
if you're the Dodgers, the Yankees, whoever, all these you know teams that we're putting in the top tier here. But there's other guys available that are kind of pure rentals. They're going to cost less. I think maybe they've shifted focus to that. You know, the Dodgers have had to give up some prospects recently to get Turner, to get Scherzer. Um, and, and I think maybe they're looking that route instead where, you know, we, we have our guys like Gonsolin has established himself as a force. We haven't even had Dustin May. Okay. We have Bobby Miller, my fucking guy waiting in the wing. So like, would we like Luis Castillo for this year, next year? Sure. But I think we're going to look in house to fill some of those uh, rotation spots and we can get a rental for this year as Walker Buehler is still coming back. I think they've probably focused more on that side of it where they don't have to give up prospect capital to acquire a, a for a position that they already have depth in. Do you know what I mean? Like they already have yeah. a lot of starters that they can rely on plus guys coming back from injury guys that are in the high end of their minor league. So like, maybe we don't need to create a log jam there just yet. And we can save our prospect capital to go after things of, uh, you know, different needs or our lineup. Maybe our bullpen is probably where they're going to look the Dodgers, at least um, for the Yankees. I really think they, he really fits more with the Yankees than the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers have more uh, starting pitching depth than the Yankees do, especially at the top end of their uh, minor leagues. And like I said, kind of like the back end of the rotation. So uh, as a Yankee fan, I'm definitely a little bit disappointed. I mean, if I was a Yankees fan, Oh, Oh, 40 and slip there. Maybe I'm just a huge Yankee fan undercover. Wow. I, I really like that. Uh, yeah, man, that's a, uh, and I mean, you know, I don't, I don't even think you mentioned Dustin may there, like the, the Dodgers find I did, a way. I did, I did. Okay. I wasn't listening during that part. Uh, John just texted saying he might be able to join for the last five oh, minutes. Unless it's too much only. tech. So I don't, I, I don't know. I'll put that in BBD's hands. Um, I know we're, we're wrestling it a little bit, but love some John. Um, yeah, man. And it, the price tag, I, I've been skipping over that a little bit. Prospects are prospects. Noel V. Marte, uh, for those that are MLB The Show guys, Trev, they know him. He's he's a kid that gets some love on there. 20-year-old shortstop prospect. Uh, he's currently ripping up uh, high A, I believe. Um, home, power, steals. You know, the question always with shortstop is the defense. Will he stay there? We'll see. I, I mean, he's what, what he's doing at that level. He's got a chance to be a legit one. He was the number one prospect in their organization. He is going to the Reds. The shortstop position there um, has been a problem for a little bit now. Can he be the future and how soon? I think those are the questions in Reds lands. And, you know, they, they get a couple more legitimate prospects. And, and that's Reds fans. Hey, rooting for you. They uh, it, from what I saw from Reds fans, you know, they got a haul. You, you hear a lot of rumors and you mentioned the Dodgers, the Yankees. A lot of these teams have their their limits on, on what they're going to offer for a year and a half. And a guy, it felt like the Mariners had a little bit of that 20 year drought desperation to get the best pitcher on the market. And again, we're fine with that. They're prospects. This uh, not not to be rude, but this could be the last time uh, you really hear about a couple of these guys. I, I hope it's not. I'm I'm rooting for, you know, Reds fans to come out in a couple years and be happy that they traded a guy that was a stud for them for a while. But, you know, Arroyo's a prospect who's 18 years old, um, <laughs> you know, reading the scouting report. Glove gives him a high floor. 
Uh, so we'll see nice. what goes on there. Mm. Uh, Stout is a 24 a year old. Floor. My ceilings are out, bro. The high floor is just high floor. Uh, Twenty-four-year-old, awesome. uh, small right-hander. So stout, being small, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Moore is a is a twenty-two-year-old uh, reliever who supposedly has the high-end stuff that that one day can be uh, a back-end guy for you. But uh, again. A lot of moving parts, a lot of stuff that can happen in those years. (laughs) It's a look. Go ahead, BBD. It's obviously impossible to to know what anybody is, but the the Reds, those three guys they got are now on MLB.com. They're number one, number six, and number 15 prospects. So on paper value, it's probably hard to do much better than that. I'm looking at uh, Noel V. Marte and everyone in our chat saying he's not a shortstop, bro. He's never going to make. And I was like, hey, why are they saying that? And I went to baseball reference, got a 918 fielding percentage right now, 24 errors. Like, I- I've been there, bro. So, probably going to move off shortstop, probably going to be third baseman. Doesn't really matter. Does that really matter that much, people? If the guy I can mean, bang, he can bang. Yes. Um, we know and- that. He'll and the minor too. leagues, the minor leagues are the minor leagues. You know, my Derek Jeter had 56 errors one year. Yeah, because uh, you're playing on a fucking asphalt parking lot ass <laughs> fields, man. It's horrible. It shut my confidence down playing in the minor leagues. I promise you that he's going to be okay. So high T. Speaking of high T, oh, Jimmy gosh. O'Brien, John Boy, how you doing? My good friend. Big day over there. I'm doing great. I, I love this setup. It's just Zoom. Yeah, there's no lag. Dream labs. I can Stream see labs. all of you. This is amazing. Our state-of-the-art yeah. Manhattan freaking office can't do this, but we can. I, I listened to every word you guys have said because I was walking James. He fell asleep, so I figured I can just Aww. join now. I can just join now. My one, uh, I like the move from both sides. I texted you guys that because I don't like that the Reds traded Winker and like decided to sell way back when. But once you do that, you have to trade Castillo and then go find the team that's a little more desperate that's going to overpay. And I think they they got the biggest package they can get. But if you're Seattle, I think you need like a spin zone angel in the room. All the GMs like, hey, should we really do this? Should we add these minor leaguers? And I think I want that to be my job. And I think you say Kyle Lewis won rookie of the year. Julio is a first name only baseball player. You know, Gilbert is a stud. Like, let's not get greedy. You can say Gilbert alone, too, I think. Who else is Gilbert in the big leagues? So I like that. Just run with that, James. Sure. Yeah. So, like, they, um, those are all homegrown prospects that have, like, panned out. You're not going to get more. You think you're going to have four? The Dodgers? It's not going to happen. So trade these guys. They're automatic bus. Oh, my God. No, I don't mean that. But I'm saying you've 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 utilized your minor leagues to get major league talent. And when you have four that are like stabilized and good, then you trade the next batch to help out the four that made it. So I like it. I I, I agree, like from like a payroll standpoint, that's what you're looking at. And a lot of these teams obviously care about that very much. Uh, when you do have, like you said, James, a bunch of guys who you've grown and they're all pre-arb or <clears> right in the think of our, but you now 
that's when you can get rid of the rest of your prospects because you have cost control players. You can go get those. You can go give those extra prospects away to supplement your roster because guess what? It's all about the big leagues. No one cares about the minor leagues. I don't care about your winning percentage in the minor leagues. The only reason we care about that is because it means you have good players and we can go supplement the roster to end your playoff drought. I mean, they had to do this. They did a good job. I still, look, Mariners fans already just, I think they do like me because I've admitted how wrong I was, but. They still think I hate them for no reason at all. Well, every you hate every fan base. We all know that, James. Mariners fans, be honest in this chat. There's a lot of them in here right now. Do you have what it takes to beat the Astros? Mm. Who you, five of your last eight games, or you've played them five times your last eight games and lost all five to them. But like, I guess, if you I guess look my, at yourself in the mirror is do can Castillo take you over that hump? I guess my counter would be Trev. Yankees fans are greedy assholes. We only care about World Series. We don't care about CS exits or DS exits. Astros fans probably the same way at this point because they've made the CS in the World Series seven out of the last five years, basically. So Mariners fans, like you said, no one's seen them in the playoffs. And they got Castillo for two years and they have yeah. uh, Marco locked up and Ray locked up and all this team locked up. So I don't, I wouldn't put the basis for success as beating the Astros this year. I would just say like, it's a yeah. different, I'm not, it's a different thing. Like officially open the window is the goal. Cause you've, you've built the team exactly how like a GM class would tell you to get a ton of prospects. Trade them for guys that you have for a bunch of years. Spend big money on some guys like the former Cy Young winner and then make trades and then call up more rookies and all that. But like, no, I don't think they're going to beat the Astros. They can. It's baseball. But I still think the Astros are much better, more complete team this season. But again, this this is just like hopefully opening the window and then next year making the playoffs isn't the big celebration. It's going deep it's not the playoffs it's not the trailer it's the movie hey let me tell don't you say something. shit like that though just hey, don't hey say, oh what vlad said that hey. no i know I'm, I'm saying mariners players like don't don't go over your skis let me tell you something about seattle seattle is hot in the streets right now in the baseball world we got playoffs coming there it is going to be electric Remember when Seattle is packed, when Seattle is packed and they and 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 they're good, I mean, this city gets behind this team. Then we got the freaking All Star Game there next year, which we'll be at. Do we have a promo code yet? We'll have one soon, probably. And third, the World Series is going to be in Seattle next year. Market twenty twenty three, Seattle. Oh Mariners God, you're such a suck ass. <laughs> um, yeah, the Mariners fans that don't accept that apology yet, make him apologize to you at the all-star game, walk up to him and say, Trevor Plouffe apologize to me. No, I, I Jim, I, I love the way you phrased that man. Cause let's, let's go back to even 2019, 2020, when, when we're starting to do talking baseball and building this up the 2020 season, they were kind of fun. Uh, I, I, my goal was for them in like a year and a half to be the fun off-season team like what they were trying to build for uh last year they went full zombie mode at the end they just refused to die they ended up winning 90 games last year and and they were 
they stayed in it that yes, like if you ask Mariners fans, you know, they went 68 and 94 in 2019. The next year is the pandemic year. They're 27 and 33. If you told Mariners fans after that 2020 season that in 2022, you guys are going to be, you know, trading assets at the deadline to get the best available starting pitcher, most likely everyone signs up for that. And yeah, if, if Noel V Marte, the 20 year old in four years is a stud for the reds, guess what? It doesn't matter for the next two seasons when you guys have a really good chance to go for it. And, and maybe even longer than that. How do you pronounce his name? Ain't Noel V. Yeah. Just straight up. Noel V easy. Cool. The Mariners signed Julio Rodriguez for $1.75 million as a 16-year-old in July of 2017. It's a good good signing, IMO. You guys did a good job, yeah. That's the one thing I didn't predict was Julio Rodriguez becoming a top-five MVP player at the age of 20 years old. Or Was he 21? 20? I don't know. 21? That's 21 now. Damn, man. I'm excited. I mean, Seattle's obviously fired up. If you're a Mariners fan, you got to be feeling good. You've been feeling good for about a month and a half now. This has got to be not the cherry on top because that ain't come yet, but you're eating right now. Nice Ooh, meal. It goes now. Montes becomes the guy. Quintana, if you want a rental. But if you want that year and a half, Montes becomes the guy. Like Everyone's like, Yankees are pivoting to him. I wonder if the Rangers pivot to him. Because that's a little different. I think Castillo's a notch better than Montes. And at least, in, I guess I don't, I would have to do some research. I don't want, I don't know if that's wrong in my, it's like basic thought process he is. So I wonder if the it's Rangers. A discussion. Would, yeah, I wonder if the Rangers Not would shots pivot. Shots fired, but. Yeah, I didn't mean it to be shots fired. I wonder if the Rangers also are in on that. Or like it was just Castillo was like, nah, he was the guy that we would do it for. But we should see the pitching market go go pretty bonkers now. Because there's not that many it, starters. Is Rodon going to be available? Like, are the like what are the Giants doing? We know like they can offer him the qualifying offer at the end of this year. So, do they value that more than what he can bring back in a trade package? Are they even going to trade anybody? Are they going to be add like are they adding? Are they subtracting? Because I look at this guy as like a, an absolute difference maker too. And I know Your like borderline are, teams. Your borderline teams just got a lot more interesting. I mean, seeing this trade package, if you've got a Rodon or you've got an Evaldi, you you know, those phone calls might have just gotten a little juicier. And I, you know, we're we're always rooting for chaos at the deadline that I hope so, man, uh, especially the Giants. Like it it feels so much worse than last year. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Syndergaard, he's another name that. He's gotten more attention recently, but he he probably gets dealt. Otherwise, that is very odd. Twins. Yeah, he looks like a twins guy, doesn't he? He probably pitch right to like a four four point two zero ERA. Yankees keep popping up to my head. Do you have to cut his hair if he goes to the Yankees? They don't allow long hair. Yeah, you can skirt it. Like Cole had longish hair. You can like get it like you know shoulder length or whatever. But I don't know with how much trouble the Yankees have had in the last couple of years, guys who like admit they don't like playing in New York and the scrutiny that comes with it. 
Syndergaard played in New York. So it's just like, that's something like, and he, and he, and he's the perfect guy. Where like he can become your two maybe, but he can also be your go to the bullpen in the postseason because he's a rental and he can do other roles. He can come out, just throw a hundred miles per hour for an inning in the postseason. So that's a, that's a guy I, for some reason I I've been thinking Yankees or, or Dodgers, a, a playoff team that isn't desperate. Um, that has the wiggle room, like, yeah, we could use it too, but also we can use you as like a Swiss Army knife in the in the postseason, which a lot of teams employ now when come playoff time. So for me, Syndergaard became kind of really interesting where he goes because of that versatility that I think he brings, depending on how he looks. Like over Quintana, I don't think you're gonna like. I think Quintana is like he's gonna stabilize your August and September. And then maybe be like a four in the postseason. Quintana, the Blue Jays confirmed. And I don't think he's coming out of the pen in the in the postseason unless it's like to just like, you know, give the rest of the bullpen a breather in a, in a losing effort. Where Syndergaard is a rental that I think could be your sixth, seventh inning guy or your second starter. Like it's yeah, a wide range. May, may- Maybe the other guy to boost that a little bit is also Syndergaard's owed a little bit of money. I mean, Syndergaard's got to be owed what seven mil, something like that. No, so, it's like it's like eight, eight, eight to nine. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So I mean, some teams, you know, that's when you mention Dodgers or Yankees, that doesn't make them flinch as much as some of the other teams. So you wonder if that factors into. Yeah. Blake, why in the chat said confuse the Rangers direction for the franchise? Pretty simple, man. They next year they want Martin Perez, Leiter, um, Kumar, and they want a Castillo as like their four. But they're gonna that, go after I mean, a pitcher in the post in the offseason. Seems pretty okay. obvious. I can I never understand the Rangers. You know, I've never have, bro. Just never they understood drafted them. their starters. They they got long term. No, that's not how it works, though. Dude, you think Lighter and freaking Kumar are gonna come up and just like be like the your three and four anchors? There's no <laughs> fucking way, dude. Like, well, well, they're that's what they're envisioning. That. Yeah, they got. I, I know you can hope for that, but dude, I I I agree. Well, who said that? I don't know what the Rangers are thinking either, dude. I have. I, no I know what they're thinking. It's just not a. It's not a foolproof plan. You know, like a pipe dream. Is that what the term is? No, I think if you get Castillo and 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 I I would guess they spend big on pitchers this this offseason. I have a, had a thought. If you're the Reds and you have two pitchers that you're going to trade, Molly Castillo. Do you think they wanted to go in that order like get Castillo off? We know he's going to get a substantial package back. We did it. Boom. And that now brings Molly up the ladder a little bit. So you're going to get more. Is there like a sequencing to this thing? We're like, hey, let's get rid of the best one. And that improves our other guys and get a better package for him as well. Is it a timing thing you think for that? Yeah, man. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. There's a lot of things. Maybe they wanted, maybe the Mariners wanted to make a big push before he came to the Bronx. Because you know that Ben and Tenny just got traded right before their series, which made it, made it easier. And uh, the Reds are on their way to New York. I've seen a lot getting, of trades when GMs are in the same city. Getting your butt kicked by the Astros, like I mentioned, had to have led DePoto to step on the accelerator a little bit. Maybe he threw in the extra prospect or whatever. Like You're seeing what you're up against, and I know it's not just for this year. I understand that. But the Astros ain't going anywhere next year either. So, like, 
I really believe that happens. GMs are like, dude, we are just, we need something. It's like when you're a golfer and you're like when Jake, he can't break 90 yet. You need to get over that hump. Something needs to happen, dude. Like DePoto was like, we need to get over this hump a little bit. That's the other little Italian. I'm I'm fine with nine. I'm oh, I'm under ninety. Okay. That's that's Cassano, Nikki Cass. He um, Facetime me no, twice I mean, yesterday for what? <laughs> you gonna talk shit? I don't want to answer. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like that. I mean, the Yankees announced Benintendi. Uh oh, Benintendi right after uh, not a, swept by the Mets. Not a move. Ken Rosenthal did follow up on his Rangers thing. Uh, I think 30 seconds ago tweeting after further checking this tweet overstated where the Rangers were on Castillo. They were in, but their offer not in the neighborhood of the Mariners or any of the other teams mentioned. They were talking though. I mean, shout out Ken for being thorough, but we didn't need that tweet, Ken. Yeah. Just let it lie out there. Them being in at all. There's a back half saying that they're on Soto, but they seem to be in the same thing where they, they don't expect to get him. But they've called. That's like the bad. I think that's the update in that tweet. But whatever. You scare me with the passing button, bro. If we didn't yeah, just yeah. do the Rangers yeah. discussion, I wouldn't have done it. But we were just talking needs about to them. be That was yeah. more Triceratops. Yeah. Well, it was Ken. We trust him, but we like Ken. Well, you it's know, not, it's not a non-update, but. People are confused. I don't think the Rangers are like, I'm not saying they're going to be good next year. Chat's like, uh, I'm just saying, I understand that their plan. Also all off season, we talked about how they got Simeon and Seager on these long deals. Cause they're like, long term deals. Yeah. In the next two or three years be, they weren't, be they, the they were not this year was never the plan. I uh, we can't talk about the Rangers this much. No. You're gonna get me all fired up. All right, you get me all fired up. Change your uniforms. I hate your uniforms. I hate them. I never looked worse in a uniform. <laughs> oh. Number what else eight, we got, guys. Trevor Ploof. Oh no. Who's next? Mm. Yankees. What the hell are you doing? Is Soda like Otani's not going to get traded? Right. I think we're all agreed on that. Not this. Not yes, it would yes. be I, I the biggest shock in a long time. Yeah, I don't think Otani's getting traded. Uh, who's next is whatever team gets swept next. Now we're actually we're too close to that. So, <laughs> I mean, Montes, he's got to go. Yeah, it's the A's. It's got to be Montes. It's Montes, and also they they have a blueprint for a package now, like a little less than that because you're the A's. No one cares about you. Wait, timeout. Uh-oh. Tyler Molly, who could also be traded. His Instagram handle is Malibu's Most Wanted. But with his last name as Mali- Malibu. I mean, and he's teammates with Moose? What's going on here? Is there, is there a Malibu fight? Okay, so Molly and Moose to the Dodgers. Doing it, Biggio. <laughs> okay. That's so good. Oh, man. Where are we at? What are we doing here? Saturday morning. Wrap I love it. I love it, guys. Yeah. This is we're working go, hard. Got to go help finish setting up my sip and see. <laughs> okay. Have fun. I will. It's hot. It's too hot. We'll be back on the sticks if another trade goes down, right? Like, yeah. we're just on call. Yeah. 
Another trade's going to go down today. 100%. Just not between 12 and 4. No, my my party starts at 4, actually. So not between like 4 and 9. Yeah. I told Passon and Curry not 12 to 4, dude. I know. I, I, dude, I found out yesterday and it was maybe the worst question I could have possibly asked the party that we're throwing at our house and been planning for three months. What time does it start again? So. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Katie loved that one. The follow-up. I thought it was noon. It was not. People weren't happy. People didn't like that. Didn't like that. No. Oh. All, right. all right. Let's let's all say where Montas is going on three, and then we'll end the show. Okay. One. Two, three, Dodgers. Yeah. Raiders. Raiders. Six sucks. Six sucks. Six sucks. Six sucks.